We are on Memhe Alabez 45B at the two dots. Amar Amar, the Yom Tov Harehen Kiragle Koladam. We said that if it rains on Yom Tov, the water, the rainwater, has the Tchum of whichever person collects it, doesn't have its own Tchum. Vamai, why not? Likne Shvitavo Pianus. Why don't we say that it has the Tchum of the ocean, 2,000 Amos from the ocean, because presumably the rain that fell evaporated from the ocean into the clouds and then fell as rain. And the Gemara is assuming that it evaporated on Yamtov and fell as rain on Yamtov. So Lema the Loka Rabbi Eliezer, let us say this is not like Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer said, Gemara in Tanis, the entire world drinks from the ocean. That is, rain comes from clouds, which come from evaporation from the ocean. Rabbi Yitzchak said, no, maybe it is like Rabbi Eliezer, that the rain originally came from the ocean. However, it was cloudy on Erev Yantav. So, this water was not in the ocean when Yamtuf started. Gemara asked, "Vizil Mahanach Azlei." Maybe those clouds went away. Mahanach Achrini Ninhu, and these are new clouds. Gemara answers, "Dilu Simana Vikavayu," where you recognize them that they're the same clouds. Vivayt Ema, or you could say, "Havi Safekti It's a Safek Drabanan. Maybe this water was in the ocean when Yamtuf started. Or maybe it was already in the clouds when Yamtu started. And that's a suffix Drabanan, because the whole concept of Tchumen is Drabanan. The suffix Yidivrayim Hakel, and a suffix Drabanan, we are lenient. The Gemara asks, okay, well, even if they were not in the ocean, they were in the clouds. The Likne Avim. So let them acquire the Tchum of the clouds. How can you take them to your house, which might be more than 2,000 almost from where the clouds were. So for the fact that we did not say that the rain water has the tchum of the clouds, let us conclude, answer the question that we had a few days ago, whether there is a tchum above 10 tfachim off the ground or not, there must not be a tchum above 10 tfachim off the ground, and that's why the rain water doesn't have the tchum of the clouds. Because if there was a tchum above ten tfachim, the rainwater should have the tchum of the clouds. The Gemara answers, I could tell you there is a tchum above ten tfachim. However, the rain in the clouds is absorbed into the clouds. It's not distinguishable as individual drops, and therefore it doesn't acquire Shvita because it's not an object. So turning to Memvav and Aleph, the Gemara asks, well, that's even worse. Well, if the rain didn't exist when Yom Tov started, then it's Nolad on Yom Tov. It's born on Yom Tov. It's a new creation, and it's Moksa, and it's Aser. Ella, rather, why doesn't the rain acquire Shvita in the clouds? In other words, really, the rain does exist as an object in the clouds. But why doesn't it acquire Shvisa? Because Maya Bavim Maynad Naidi. Because the rain is moving in the clouds. Gemara says, Hashadati Lahachi, well now that we reach that point, we could go back and say even if the rain was in the ocean, Ukianus Nami Lo Likshulach 
So even the ocean should not be Akasha. Why it does it not acquire its home in the ocean? Maya Okeanus Nami Maynad Naidi. The water in the ocean is moving, so it doesn't acquire its home. Vitanya, as we learned in Abraisa, Neharot, rivers Hamoshkin that are flowing, Umayanot Hanovim, and springs that are springing, whatever the proper verb is that springs do, it's also flowing, gushing. They are like the legs of every person, meaning they have the tchum of whoever draws the water. Moving water does not acquire a tchum. So even if you say, like Rabbi Eliezer, that the rain comes from the ocean, and even if it was in the ocean when Yom Tov started, it still would not acquire its home because it's moving. I'm Rabbi Yaakov Ba'idi, I'm Rabbi Shoven Levi. Rabbi Yaakov Ba'idi said, Rabbi Shoven Levi said, Halach to Rabbi Yochan Ben-Nuri, Halach of like Rabbi Yochan Ben-Nuri, that a sleeping person acquires Shvisa. I'm Rabbi Rabbi Yaakov Ba'idi. Rabbi Zeru said to Rabbi Yaakov Ba'idi, Beferush Shmielach, did you hear that explicitly from Rabbi Shoven Levi, that the halacha is like Rabbi Yochan Ben-Nuri? Or did you infer it from something else that he said? And Rabbi Yaakov Ba'idi said, I heard it explicitly. My klala, Mara asks, what is the klal? Rabbi Zera asked, did you infer this from a general statement of Rabbi Shovan Levi? What general statement of Rabbi Shovan Levi are we referring to from which he might have inferred it? Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi said, the halacha is like whoever is lenient regarding Eruv. And having a tchom is ancillary to the subject of Eruv. It's not directly subject of Eruv, but it's related to it. And therefore, the halacha is like the lenient opinion regarding Eruv, which would be Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri. Vitarti Lamali. Where asks, why do I need both then? If Rabbi Shulman Levi said the halacha is like the lenient opinion regarding Eruv, then why do I need him to say the halacha is like Rabbi Yochan ben Nuri? I'm Rabbi Zera Trichi. Rabbi Zera said it's necessary. If he told me the halacha is like Rabbi Yochan ben Nuri, I would say both to be lenient and to be strict. Therefore, Rabbi Shulman Levi said. The halacha is like the one who's lenient regarding Eruv. Rabbi Yochan ben Nuri said that a sleeping person acquires a tchum, that is, 2,000 amos. And we had two possible explanations for that. One was that even a hefker object acquires a tchum. Sleeping person is no worse than a hefker object. The other was that a hefker object does not acquire a tchum, but since if a person was awake, he could acquire a tchum, therefore if he's asleep, he can acquire a tchum. If you just told me the halacha is like Rabbi Yochan ben Nuri, I might think that Allah is like Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri, and he holds that even a Hefker object requires a Tchum, which is a Chumra, because it means that if I find a box of tissues out in the middle of the field, on Yom Tov, when I can carry, I cannot pick it up and take it home if it's more than 2,000 amos away, because that Hefker box of tissues has a Tchum of its own. That would be a Chumra. I would think that Allah is like Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri, both to be lenient, that a sleeping person acquires a tchom of 2,000 amos, and to be strict, that a hefker box of tissues acquires a tchom. So therefore, Rabbi Shoban Levi told me that the halacha is like the one who is lenient regarding Eruv, so I know that the halacha is like Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri, but not because even a hefker object acquires a tchom, 
but rather because since he could acquire a chum if he's awake, he could acquire a chum if he's asleep. But in fact, the Hefker object does not acquire Rishonim and Achronim say that when we say the Allah is like the one who's lenient regarding Eruv, that does not apply to whether a Mechitza for, of an Eruv, a wall of an Eruv is adequate, because we learned previously that that's Halacha Moshe Sinai, and that's a Doraisa. Whether a wall is a wall is a Doraisa. It's Halacha Moshe Sinai. When we say the Allah is like whoever's lenient regarding Eruv, we only mean those aspects which are durabanan, like is the box of matzah a good box of matzah, is the tchum a good tchum, is the erev tchumin a good erev tchumin, all those kinds of things. But when it comes to the actual machitzos, the ritva among Rishonim, Marzchayis, among Achronim, Yad Malachi, say that we are machmir regarding machitza, because that, that is a right. Gemara asked, the lema halacha kedibra mekel be'eruv, halacha kuryochanam menuri lamali, then just say the Allah is like the one who's lenient. Why do I need to say the Allah is like the Yochanan Minuri? Mara says, it's strech, I do need it. I might have thought to say, that when is Allah like the lenient opinion? If it's an individual arguing with an individual, or a rabim arguing with a rabim. But an individual like Yochanan Minuri arguing with a rabim, like the Chachamim, I might say the Allah is not like the Yachid. Therefore, Rabbi Shodan Levi needed to tell me that Allah is like Rabbi Yochan Minuri, even though he's a Yachid. Amalei Rava la'abayi. Rava said abayi. Michdei Eruvin drabanan. Since Eruvin are drabanan, mali yachid mokom yachid, mali yachid mokom rabim. What difference does it make if it's a Yachid against a Rabbim or a Rabbim against a Rabbim? Amalei Rapapa la Rava. Rapapa said to Rava. Are you saying that when it's a drabanan, we don't distinguish between a yachid against the yachid versus a yachid against the rabbim? Surely we do. Vatsnan, as we learned in the Mishnah in Masachat Nida, the first Mishnah in Masachat Nida teaches that if a woman was working with taharos, she was cooking truma or korbanos, and her period starts, there's retroactive toma. As Machlokas in the first mission of Nida, how long is that retroactive Toma? How far back does it go? So we learn there, Rabbi Eliezer, and on the rest of this Amod, even though it says Elazar, it should be Eliezer. That's what Rashi and the Bach say. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, If a woman went three months without having a period, then she is not Tame retroactively, only at the moment that she sees Dam, she is Tame. Vitanya, and we learned in Abraisa, Maseva Sar Rebbe Krebi Eliezer, that one time Rebbe Paskin like Rebbe Eliezer in practice, Bahar Shnishkar, after he remembered, the Gemara will explain what he remembered, Amar, he said, Kedai Rebbe Eliezer, Rebbe Eliezer is good enough to rely on in an emergency. It was a year of famine, so it was an emergency. My Lacharshi's card, what does it mean after he remembered? If it's after he remembered that the halacha is not like Rabbi Eliezer, rather we paskin like the Rabbanon, the Rabbanon say that this rule of no retroactive toma if the woman goes three months is only talking about a woman who's around the age of menopause. But a young woman, she doesn't get this three-month leniency, and that whenever her period starts, there's retroactive toma. So, how could he paskin like Rabbi Eliezer? 
If the Allah is like the Rabbanan, how can you possibly like Rabbi Eliezer, even in a Shas of Chak, even in the year of a famine? Ella, rather, the Lord Itmar Hechataloka Rabbi Eliezer, the Lord Rabbanan. Rather, he, the halacha was never paskin, not like Rabbi Eliezer and not like the Rabbanan. After he remembered that those who argue with Rabbi Eliezer is not the Yachid, but rather the Rabbim, he said, Rabbi Eliezer is fit to rely on in an emergency. But what do you see? Only in an emergency. The whole concept of retroactive Toma is a Durabanan. But only in an emergency, in a year of famine, was it okay to rely on the Yachid. Otherwise, you could not rely on the Yachid, even regarding a Durabanan. Not like Rava. Amr Rav Masharshia la Rava. And Rav Masharshia said to Rava, Amr la Rav Nachman Yitzhak Rava. And some say it was Rav Nachman where Yitzhak said to Rava, Ubi Durabanan, Moshani ben Yachid, Durakom Yachid, ben Yachid, Durakom Rabim. Piling on to the question, are you saying regarding a Durabanan, we do not distinguish between a Yachid versus a Yachid and a Rabim versus a Yachid. From that, Tanya, we learn the Brisa in Moed Katan. A close notice, if a person finds out a relative died, a close time, he has to observe seven days of mourning and 30 days of Shloshim. If he hears a far, a far away time, then there's only one day of mourning. What does it mean, a close time and a far away time? If it's within 30 days after the death, it is a close notice, and he has to observe Shiva. And after 30 days, far away, he does not have to observe Shiva. He observes one day of mourning. These are the words of Rabbi Kiva. Chavim say whether he heard close by or he heard far away in time, he has to observe Shiva and Shloshim. And Rabbi Babachana said that Rabbi Yochanan said, Wherever you find an individual who is lenient and a Rabbim who are strict, the Allah is like those who are strict, the majority who are strict. Except in this case, even though Rabbi Kiva is lenient and the Chachamim are strict, the halacha is like Rabbi Kiva. The summer like Shmuel, and he holds like Shmuel. Shmuel said the halacha is like the lenient one regarding mourning. Mourning is also drabanan, except for the first day. The first day is doraisa, but the rest of it is drabanan. But what do you see? That only regarding Avelus we say the halacha is like a yachid against the rabbim. But otherwise, even regarding a drabanan, we distinguish between whether it's an individual against an individual versus a group against an individual, and we do not paskin like a yachid against a rabbim, even regarding a drabanan except for Avelus. So it's a second kasha on Rava. And Rava is seemingly disproven. The Gemara will not answer the kashas on Rava. Rav Papa Amar, Rav Papa said, Rashi and the Bach take out the Vav, first letter on Amad Bez, which is Rav Papa Amar. Why was it necessary to say both 
that the halachas like Rabbi Yochum ben Nuri and the halachas like whoever's lenient regarding Erov. So Rapapa says it's It was necessary. I might have thought to say that when is the halacha like the lenient opinion regarding Eruve Chatzeros, that is the Eruv that allows you to carry in the Chatzer, Avav Eruve Tchumin, but an Eruv Tchumin that allows you to go more than 2,000 Amos, Ema Lo, maybe the Lacha is not like the lenient opinion, Tzricha, therefore I need both, that the Lacha is like Rabbi Yochanan Binuri, and the Lacha is like the lenient opinion. The Gemara says, Uminat Tema, Dishanilan Ben Eruve Chatzeros Eruve Tchumin, what would be your basis for saying, why would you even think that there's a difference between Eruve Chatzeros and Eruve Tchumin? Titznan, because we learn in Mishnah later in the Masachet, Amar Yehuda, When do we say that you cannot make an Eruv for someone without his consent? That's an Eruv Tchumin. Eruve Chatzeros, you can make for a person with his knowledge and consent or without his knowledge and consent, because we have a general rule that you can do something that's good for a person, not in his presence, without his knowledge. You cannot do something that's bad for a person, not in his presence and without his knowledge. You can do it not in his presence, but not without his knowledge and consent. An air of Tchumin is bad for a person, potentially. You make an air of Tchumin for me, so I can go... 2,000 almost more to the east, but now I can't go anything to the west. Maybe I want to go to the west. Who are you to make an Erev for me that changes where I can go without asking me? But Erev Chatzeros is only good. It can never be bad. Therefore, you can make an Erev Chatzeros for me without my consent. So I might think that that which we say in Allah is like a lenient opinion is only regarding Erev Chatzeros not regarding Eruvi Tchumin, therefore, I needed to be told both. Ravashi Amar, Ravashi says, Itzrech, I need both statements, that the halacha is like Rav Yochanan Benuri, and that the halacha is like the one who's lenient. Safadai Tchamina, I might have thought to say, Hani Mili Bishiri Eruv, when do we say that the halacha is like the one who's lenient, regarding the leftovers of Eruv? If a person made an Eruv Tchumin, for many weeks, he put the food in a safe place, but over time, it dwindled to less than the minimum shear. That that's when it's good. But to make a new Eruv, perhaps the Halacha is not like the one who's lenient. If there's a Machlokas regarding how to make an Eruv, we would not follow the lenient opinion. Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri was speaking about making a new Eruv. Where do you say that there's a difference between the leftovers of an Eruv and making a new Eruv? It's not, because we will learn in the Mishnah later. Rabbi Yossi said, When is it said that there's a minimum shear for an Eruv? When you're making an Eruv, but when you have the leftovers of an Eruv, any amount is sufficient. Now, Rabbi Yossi is talking about an Eruv Chatzeros, but Ravashi wants to equate it to Eruv Tchumen. Rabbi Yossi says the only reason we make an Eruv Chatzeros when there's also a Shituf Mivaos, when several Chatzeros open to one Mavoy and they combine through a Shituf Mivaos, an Eruv Chatzeros is not necessary 
to carry from the houses in or in, into the Hatzer, because it's covered by the Shituf Luvaos, and we only make it Eruv Hatzeros, so that children will not forget the concept of Eruv Hatzeros, and therefore we are not as particular about the amount, but you see that there are situations where we permit less food for a leftover Eruv, and similarly, Ravashi wants to say, I might think that by Eruv Tchumin, the leftover situation could have less food than when you're making a new Eruv, and Rabbi Yochanan and Nuri was talking about making a new Eruv, and therefore I might not hold like him, therefore I needed to be told that we do hold like Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri regarding the leniency of making a new Eruv. Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Zreka Amru, Halachat Rabbi Kiva Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Zreka said, the halacha is like Rabbi Kiva against any individual, Uke Rabbi Yossi Mechavirav, the halacha is like Rabbi Yossi against his colleagues, Uke Rabbi Mechavirav, and like Rebbe against any individual. With Rebbe Kiva and Rebbe, it says, Chaviro, it's against a Yachid, and Rebbe Yossi, even against Chavirav, even against plural, multiple people. Lamai Hilchata, for what purpose was the, were these rules said? Rashi explains, the question is, was, were these said as absolute rules? The halacha is always like Rebbe Kiva. You don't need to think about it. There's halachas always like Rabbi Kiva against one person he argues with. The halachas always like Rabbi Yossi, no matter who he argues with. You don't need to think about it at all. Or were these rules said as sort of presumptions, but you still need to think about it and see, does the halacha make sense like this person in this case? Rabbi Asi Amar Halacha. Rabbi Asi says, yes, halacha is like these statements. Rabbi Chiyabar Ava Amar Matin, or Chiyabar Abba said, no, it just means we lean in that direction, but you still need to analyze it. Rabbi Yossi Rechinina Amar Nirin, and Rabbi Yossi Rechinina said, it means it seems like these people. In other words, Rashi says, we don't teach this at all, but if somebody in practice did like Rabbi Yossi, we would not tell him to undo it. So I'm Rabbi Yaakov Baridi, I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yaakov Baridi said, Rabbi Yochanan said, the same thing that we just had, the three different opinions, is it halacha, is it matin, we lean that way, is it nirin, it just seems that way. He had those three statements about the following that, he, that Rabbi Yochanan said. That Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Huda, halacha Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Yossi, halacha Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yossi, halacha Yossi, so Rabbi Yossi, versus Rabbi Huda, the halachas like Rabbi Yossi, and it goes without saying that Rabbi Yossi against Rabbi Meir, the halachas like Rabbi Yossi, because hashta v'lokom Rabbi Yehuda leita, if Rabbi Meir is, so to speak, nothing against Rabbi Yehuda, v'lokom Rabbi Yossi v'vayi, do, do you need to tell me that he's nothing against Rabbi Yossi? Now, just to remind you, we said way back that Rabbi Meir was so brilliant that nobody could understand him. That's why the halachas not like him. So, when we say leita, that he's, he's not there, it's not meant to be disparaging. It just means his opinion doesn't count. Ibailahu, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Shimon, my question was asked, what about Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Shimon? Teiko. Questions left unanswered. Going back for a minute, when the Gemara asked, for what purpose are you telling me these rules? Are they absolute rules or are they just presumptions? So there's a discussion whether 
these rules apply to halachos that are not practical bismanazeh. What's called hilchatel mashicha. Halachos that are only relevant when Mashiach comes. Korbanos, or big day kahuna, boundaries of Yerushalayim. If you would find a machlokas regarding those things, would you, do these rules apply? If you say that these are absolute rules, because we know that Rabbi X is smarter than Rabbi Y, so halachos like him, then the rules would apply to matters relating to when Mashiach comes, matters that are not practical today. But if you say that it's just a presumption, but we have to analyze it, so maybe it's because we have a presumption Rabbi X studied this subject more than Rabbi Y, and therefore the halachos like him. But halachos regarding the future, maybe nobody studied them as carefully, and therefore maybe these rules would not apply. So there's discussion about this in the Rishonim and Achronim. These rules do not apply. There are no rules, halachas like this one against this one and this one. Every single halacha, you need to analyze it and come to a conclusion, who's halacha like? So Morris asked me, not only the Rav where's Rav get that from? So Gemara now is going to attempt many times to find a case which supports Rav statement that there's no such rules. It continues down the next Amad Aleph and beyond. So we're not going to come to any conclusion tonight. But the first case is, Mihad from the following. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Lamadavar Domeh, Legimel Chatzrat Ptuchot Zolozov, Ptuchot Rashut Rabim, Ervu Shtaim Achitzanot Imaim Tseit, Himuterit Imahen, Behen Mutrat Imah, Ushtaim Achitzanot Asrot Zoimzov. We had in our Mishnah that the case of three people who each has a tchum of four amos and the middle one overlaps the outside two and the two outside two don't overlap each other. Rabbi Shimon said it's like three chatzeros in a row. Each one opens to the shusarabim and the two outer ones open to the middle one. The middle one made an arrow with each of the outer ones. So the middle one can carry to each of the outer ones. Each of the outer ones can carry to the middle one, but the outer one A cannot carry to outer one C. And on that, Rav Chama Barguya said that Rav said Allah is like Rabbi Shimon. Uman and who is it who argues to Rabbi Shimon? Rabbi Yehuda. It's Rabbi Yehuda. How do we know it's Rabbi Yehuda? Rashi brings two possible theories for how we know it's Rabbi Yehuda. We don't anywhere find explicitly that Rabbi Yehuda argues about this. But Rashi offers two explanations for why it might be Rabbi Yehuda. And we said that Machlokas Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon, the Allah is like Rabbi Yehuda. And here you're saying Allah is like Rabbi Shimon. So you see, there are no such rules. What's your question? Maybe when we say that Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon, the Allah is like Rabbi Yehuda, that means we're nobody Paskin. Some things in the Gemara are Paskin, and some things are not. So if the Gemara never poskins, then we, the Rambam, the Tur, the Shulchan Aruch, should poskin like Rabbi Yehuda. But if the Gemara poskins like Rabbi Shimon, then Allah is like Rabbi Shimon. Rather, we should try to bring a proof from here. If you have a city that used to belong to an individual and now belongs to the public, a private city, even in Europe there were such things as private cities that belonged to some count or duke, and then it was sold to the public. Marvina Kula, you can make an Arab 
through the whole thing. If it was a public city that went private, you may not make an error for the whole city. You have to leave out of the Eruv like the new city in Yehuda. We'll discuss this on Dafnon Tet. What does this mean exactly? Which has 50 houses. In other words, you have to leave 50 houses out of the Eruv. That's Yehuda's opinion. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon says, You need three chatzeros of two houses. You need, that's what you need to leave out of the Eruv, and the rest of the city you can make an Eruv for. And Rav Chama Barguria said that Rav said the Allah is like Rabbi Shimon. Uman Pali Galei Rabbi Yehuda. Who argues with him? Here it's explicitly Rabbi Yehuda. You said that Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon Allah is like Rabbi Yehuda. You see the rules don't apply. There are no such rules. Where it says, Umay Kusha, why is that Akasha? Here too. When is Allah like Rabbi Yehuda? When? The question was never Paskin. But if we Paskin like Rabbi Shimon, if the Gemara Paskin like Rabbi Shimon, the Gemara Paskin like Rabbi Shimon. So as I said, the Gemara will continue in a similar vein down the rest of Ahmed Aleph onto Ahmed Bez. And along the way, we'll learn a lot of interesting halachos, incidentally, because the Gemara will try to bring them as proofs. We will stop there. Have a good night.